Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 tonight. You know, we're talking about the missing person, biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. I think we all struggle with things in our lives and one of the things that I've been struggling with lately is that my wife was in a car accident of course she's doing okay but she's still sore but the really bad thing this is going to sound horrible now that I just said that the really bad thing is that I went to get a rental car and they gave me a car with California license plates I was born and raised in Idaho And I have a car with California license plates. Wow. You know, nothing against Californians, because Calvary Chapel is a California institution. But man, I tell you what, we had to drive. And it's just this little tiny thing. I'm driving around town with California license plates. People are honking at me. There's birds flying through the air. Just kidding. It's not too bad. But anyway, so... Yeah, so that's been an interesting thing this week. And so it's good that we're talking about this tonight because I need to renew the love in my life for the people that don't like me because they think I'm a Californian. (laughs) But what we've been talking about is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And and as we've talked about our relationship to the Holy Spirit and, and who He is as far as the third person of the Trinity, that He is God, and that he works in our lives. And, and yet when we think of the Holy Spirit, I think we, we tend to think a lot of times of Pentecost. Fiery manifestations of the Holy Spirit coming upon people and empowering them to speak in tongues of another, another place and, and to do signs and wonders, supernatural gifts of the Spirit as we've been talking about. But there is a, a more powerful, a more important, a more... A, a more valuable aspect to the Holy Spirit, something we're going to be looking at tonight, and it's glorious and beautiful, and Paul calls it, when he talks about all the gifts, and he talks about apostles and, and prophets and all these different teachers and, and helps and miracles and gifts of wisdom and gifts of, of knowledge and all of these things, and then he says, but I show you a more excellent way. And so when we think of the Holy Spirit, we shouldn't automatically go to all of those manifestations of supernatural things, but the biggest manifestation, the constant manifestation, the biggest thing that people should see in a Christian life is what Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 probably one of the most powerful, one of the most popular chapters in the entire Bible. I mean, people use it at weddings, people use it at funerals, people use it to, to, to quote just on a daily basis. It is a very powerful 
passage about, of course, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, why do I say the fruit of the Spirit? It doesn't say that here, actually. It says that in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, where it says the fruit of the Spirit is love. And then it goes on to describe that love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, you know, those types of things. And so Paul here speaks of the most important thing, the more excellent way, and that is love. Love that's going to, as we're going to look at this chapter, last forever. And so remember, we're talking about the missing person. And when we talk about things that seem to be missing within the church, I think that you could probably say that the number one thing that's missing isn't that people are speaking in tongues, that powerful miracles are happening, that manifestations of of supernatural things are happening within people's lives, but the love of God manifested in the believer's life is the number one evidence, and it is the number one evidence in your life, of the gifts of the Spirit, or of the the presence of the Spirit in your life. Remember, Jesus will say in Matthew chapter 7, he says, many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons? Did we not heal the sick? Did we not raise the dead in your name? Many wonderful works in your name. And he says, depart from me, who practice lawlessness, I never knew you. And so people who heal people, people who raise the dead, people who can touch the sick and they'll be healed, that's not necessarily, this is a scary thing to think about, that's not necessarily a manifestation of the Spirit of God. It could be a false sign and a lying wonder, which we see evidence of in the book of Revelation and other places in the Bible. And so here we're we're looking at the true fruit of, the, of the, the Spirit in somebody's life, and this cannot be missing. This is the one thing that cannot be missing in your life because this is the number one thing that the Spirit does in a Christian's life. Unfortunately, in Corinth, though they came short in no spiritual gifts, this is something that they lacked. And so when, when we think about our lives and we think about the importance of of all the things that God is doing in our lives and maybe manifestations of the Spirit in our lives and miracles and cool things that are happening, the leading of God in our lives, we we have to keep this at the forefront. We have to remember that everything else perishes at the expense of this one thing, and that is love. G. Campbell Morgan said of this chapter, examining this chapter is like dissecting a flower to understand it. If you tear it apart too much, you lose its beauty. Alan Redpath said, one could get a spiritual suntan from the warmth of this chapter. (laughs) Joe Foch said, it's like the white stuff in an Oreo cookie, which we had some tonight, so you know what I'm talking about. I would say a double stuffed Oreo cookie. (sighs) Profound, I know. I think Joe's analogy, out of all of these analogies, is probably the most accurate. Now, why would I say that? Because an Oreo cookie is made up of three parts. It's made up of black chocolate on one side, authentic black chocolate, creamy, white, delicious amazingness, and then the black chocolate on the other side, right? Now, in order to get the full nourishment of the Oreo cookie, 
you have to consume the whole thing at the same time, right? But what do a lot of people do? They skip the important black chocolate, twist it off, and then lick the other white stuff out of the middle, hopefully double stuffed, and they miss the important black chocolate. Now, why, why do I belabor this stupidity? Because you have to remember, this is going to be the most profound thing I, thing I say today, so just pay attention. You have to remember that this chapter, chapter 13, comes after chapter 12 and comes before chapter 14. Now, why is that profound? I'm not even joking. It is profound because chapter 12 is about the gifts of the Spirit. Chapter 14 is again about the gifts of the Spirit. Chocolate ends, and the fruit, the white stuff, is chapter 13. The more important stuff is in the middle. And so, yeah, I, I probably ruined that analogy a little bit, but it's important to understand. The context of this passage is not love. The context of this passage is the moving of the Spirit upon the believer's life which chapter 13 is the manifestation of the more excellent way or the most important thing when it comes to the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit and the presence of the Spirit in your life. And it, it is not tongues. You know, some would say, hey, if you don't have tongues, you can't be saved. I would say that love is the evidence of salvation. Not tongues, not baptism, not anything else. It's love that is the manifestation of somebody who is truly born again. So verse 1, it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass and a clinging cymbal. Now in our society, love is an important topic. Love is seen to be a virtue that is to be praised no matter where you find it, no matter how it is manifested. And think about that. Everybody loves love, right? Everybody wants to talk about love. Everybody thinks that love is great. You don't ever hear people bad-mouthing love. It's always in style. And people might point even to this chapter to justify the thought that love is beautiful. But I want you to understand, that not, understand something very important. When Paul uses the word love, he picked from four Greek words to use for the word love. Four Greek words that are translated love in, in Greek writing. The first one is storge. He could have used storge, the word, a word that means natural affection, the love of a, a mother for her child or the love for, of a child for its mother or the love that you have for a cousin or somebody who's related to you. You know, blood is thicker than water, you know, all that good stuff. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.